I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I take you up close into a nuclear bunker in the heart of Beijing, which hides a problem that could make the country implode. There is a rule of internet forums known as Goodwin's law that as an online discussion grows longer regardless of the topic the probability of a comparison involving nazis or hitler approaches one china works a little differently somewhere around late 2010 on the chinese internet forum baidu tiba broke out a soccer dispute one group called the other diao which means penis in mandarin the offended group retaliated by calling the other diao shi Dausher means hair, and hence pubic hair. The dausher was meant for the fans of mediocre Chinese soccer player Li Yi, who once compared himself to the popular player Thierry Henry. Instead of feeling embarrassed, Li Yi's fans were happy with their new name and started to call themselves dausher all the time. By doing so, they turned the use of this derogatory word into a method of self mockery and took pleasure in self degradation. By 2012, more and more Chinese netizens who had nothing to do with soccer started calling themselves dausher. It became increasingly associated with young men, no savings, no girlfriend, not handsome, having a low-paying job, and always playing video games. The word came to mean someone who is an unprivileged loser. And if there is one thing you don't know about many dausher, it's how and where they live. In the late 60s and 70s. anticipating the devastation of a cold war nuclear fallout chairman mao directed chinese cities to construct apartments with bomb shelters capable of withstanding the blast of a nuclear bomb in beijing alone roughly 10000 bunkers were promptly constructed but when china opened its door to the broader world in the early 80s beijing's defense department seized the opportunity to lease the shelters to private landlords they were eager to profit from converting erstwhile bunkers into tiny residential units today as night falls more than a million people mostly migrant workers and students from rural areas vanish from beijing's bustling streets into the underground universe as younger people from rural china migrate into cities for a good education they end up living in subhuman conditions many don't have access to ventilation or air conditioning in one case it was found that 80 of them shared one toilet and yet every morning they emerge from the underground and make their way to universities and factories to achieve their dreams before dausher became a popular term they were referred to as the ant tribe the society though is unfailingly critical of them most of these people were born in the 80s and 90s which meant they have no memory of the tiananmen square massacre they were born in the era of economic reforms and hence unused to hardship they are seen as having the unique inability to eat bitterness or shaku and therefore succumbing easily to criticism and pressure they are also called strawberries or shaume 
polished and attractive in outward appearance, but highly vulnerable and easily wounded. The Communist Party shows sympathy, but squarely puts the blame on the young people, asking them to persevere in the face of adversity and emerge triumphantly. It willingly ignores the structural issues in China's growth. What it forgets is that these people feel left behind. Coming from less affluent households, they experience desire. It is twisted into bitter longing through media portrayals of wealth and romance that remind them of the disadvantages they have. They lack financial resources in a society that increasingly values material wealth. They are conscious that they have the freedom to make choices for themselves, but also that they lack the social or financial means to take full advantage of that freedom. Being young in China is hard. Being young and not coming from a privileged background is harder. The Daoshe fundamentally feel that they have lost out at the starting line. How many times have you felt that you lost out at the starting line? I remember interviewing a bunch of people for an internship during my stint in Shanghai. I found that all the resumes looked similar. Almost none had any hobbies or interests to speak of, and many of them were grossly underprepared. So much so, they did not even know what the company did. It was frustrating to interview them, and I must admit that at that moment, I judged them harshly. Only after the interviews ended did my colleague tell me how she herself had gone through this process, hopping from one interview to another, answering questions like a zombie. Many felt that the entire process was futile. and they would not get hired anyway the facade of their smiles hid a crushing burden of making it on their own of living up to familial expectations and their own desires the facade held up for a foreigner like me but to any of my colleagues it crumbled away this isn't the story of chinese youth it is the story of youth everywhere in my travels interacting with students at universities and in public transport the reality is naked beyond the cultural differences lie the same anxieties We are sitting on an epidemic of mental health, which could implode at any point. Travel sometimes brings to the fore very sobering realities of the world we live in. As privileged people in our own countries, our efforts should be to dismantle these oppressive structures. We need to give the next generation a hope that they have not lost out at the starting line. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM Network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel Forty Two on Instagram.